Hi, this is Shannon from SIS, the number four, teachers.org. Thanks so much for joining us today for our blog, which is going to start a new series on visual models. Tape diagrams, model drawing, visual models, bar models, unit bars, different names for the same thing. Strategies that can help with comprehension of word problems for students. Sometimes in math, each book or teacher takes a name for a really great idea and twist it to call it something else because this is often the case and because we work with so many different math series I'm going to just be calling it visual models. Visual models are a comprehension strategy that is amazing for helping students solve word problems. I think back to how I taught word problems to my students. I remember thinking it made perfect sense. Circle the number, underline the word, box the right information, right? For the most part, the procedure really worked well when students were doing part-whole addition, part-whole subtraction, and even part-whole missing add-in problems. But I vividly remember thinking of problems that were a lot more complex, which might be what I know now as multiplicative comparison or additive multiplicative comparison, and realizing that the fancy procedure did not hold up. Fear of word problems is also a very real thing for students and even adults. In fact, when I took the GRA, GRE to get my master's degree at Oakland University in Michigan, there was a question on the test that said something like, Fran drove eight more miles than Sam that worked three miles less than twice the amount of. <laughs> my eyes just glazed over and I thought, oh no, not one of those problems. I tried drawing diagrams and really found the best possible longest solution that filled up a whole piece of paper to get the answer. When we start to get more of our state testing and standards started to become more firm when I was teaching, I really started to think about how I was going to frame this. This was over 20 years ago. We had very few strategies. I remember guess and check, make a table. There was lots of different icons on the top of the problems and I remember thinking, gosh, how am I going to help kids know what strategy to use for which problem? It was overwhelming. To be honest with you, most of the time, I felt like it was just kind of a guessing game. And the result that a lot of kids began to subscribe to was guess and check method because they thought that that would kind of work. We also tried things like a chart method where you make a T-chart and have the vocabulary that indicates the types of operations for the problem requires. I would always tell kids if it said sum, obviously you're going to add. If it says difference, then I want you to think of subtraction. Kids just aren't learning to think and analyze the problems. I think it was just more of a procedure. Usually when we're going to get, when the going was going to get tough because they didn't understand, students really just appealed to the teacher for help. Really, they just wanted to get to the algorithm. When most kids read the problem, they want to get right to the nitty gritty. They look at the problem and decide, should I add or should I subtract? Typically, these kids are really more interested in solving it and figuring out what the operation is than really understanding what the problem is asking. For the majority of my teaching career, up until about eight years ago, I felt like we needed a strategy to help all students with the different types of problems. I felt like we needed a common language around problem solving, which really didn't exist at the time. Is there a solution? Is there a way that we could tailor problem solving for students as early as kindergarten all the way up through eighth grade? Well, there is, using visual models to solve word problems. Much of the information for visual, visual models comes from the research done in Singapore. 
This works for everything, all the different types of problems that students are going to encounter, from part-whole problems, additive comparison problems, multiplicative comparison, additive multiplicative fractions, and we can even go up higher into ratios and proportions. Sometimes people in Michigan or the U.S. think, wait a minute, why are we doing something for another country? Is that good math? Usually visual models to give students is really just a comprehension strategy that helps them solve the word problem, which is golden. I really wanted a process that could be consistent from teacher to teacher, grade to grade, that could follow students all the way up. In most of our MQ Building Math Mindset Project schools, we proudly display the step-by-step poster that walks students through and really breaks it down to the answer, both for simple and more complex. Why do we need a process? This tutorial video will explain to you the need for the process for students to be able to follow visual models. From as early as first grade, students can do the visual models in proportional units to help them understand part-whole addition, part-whole subtraction, part-whole missing add-in, and even additive comparison. As students start to get a little bit older, they will start to no longer need to use the proportional model because they're not just talking about five jelly beans in, anymore. We might be talking about 29 jelly beans and we certainly are not going to proportionally draw out 29 boxes. Many students that are in first grade feel very, feel, many students in first grade feel that maybe thinking there's really no purpose to doing the visual models because they know the answer from reading the problem. They know if they add or they subtract. They oftentimes just say, this is easy peasy. But why do they, don't they realize, they really need to realize the second part of this is more complex and really will help them, well, as they start to read these problems, really stop them in their tracks. For example, if we were saying that Karen bought 48 ice cream cups at the soccer game, one-third of those chocolate chips were sugar ice cream were chocolate chip and three-fourths of the remainder were strawberry and the rest were vanilla how many vanilla cups would karen have at the soccer games students reaction to this problem is probably really similar to yours huh three-fourths the remainder what was the remainder should i find a common denominator okay i circle all the numbers i underline all the words and i actually really have no idea what the question's asking Quite quickly, problems go from very simplistic adding problems to much more complex problems like this one. If we teach the step-by-step -step process of using visual models while the problems are simple, the students will be able to be able to be the most, most effective when their problems become more complex. Moving towards non-proportional thinking. This spring, we started talking about the journey to help kids connect proportional and non-proportional models in our Math for Little series. Click here if you want to catch up. Beginning that real objects in the physical world, moving to quantitative pictures, math work mats, and finally journals beginning in kindergarten, and then in first grade where we started this transition officially. So what comes after the, this understanding? Part whole problems with non-proportional representations. For your instructional convenience, we have created some really amazing videos that you can use during face-to-face -face or virtual instruction that will help your students gain an understanding about part-whole problems. The videos come with a PowerPoint tutorial that you can use in your classroom, a reference poster, a student journal that mirrors the presentation, and a Blake journal template where you can customize some of your own problems and put it right in on our math work mat. It's all at your fingertips. Our MCube members have full access to each download and all six bundles for no cost. Or you can buy them individually in our store for less than a cup of coffee. 
these word problems with visual model bundles are for you if you hate coming up with problems, me too, and usually the sample problems in the math book don't flow with the way you want them to learn. First we want kids to learn part whole addition, then part whole subtraction, and then maybe missing add-in. Next, I want them to have a mixed review before I go on to the next type of problem, which might be part whole multi-step. You can completely customize the flow of your problems by mixing and matching the bundles. Love a good anchor chart or poster? Each bundle has a unique poster featuring the studious Professor, Professor Barbel that can be blown up for your classroom wall or printed small for a bookmark so kids can see it in their journal. The poster will help students learn and recognize and develop familiarity with the types of drawings that, and problems that they're encountering in elementary school. Don't love creating PowerPoints? That part is done for you. Of course, we've included original PowerPoint files in the bundle, so you can always edit the presentation if you want to put your own problems in it. But if you don't, no problem. It's ready to go for you in a classroom for virtual or face-to-face -face instruction tomorrow in a PDF. Check out our new word problem and visual model series that lets you know how it goes. Let us know how it goes. Coming soon, look for a journal that you can use first and second grade all the way up through fifth grade eventually. We can't wait. Next week, we're going to look at visual models that really talk more about the comparison. We hope to see you then. Thanks so much for joining us.